Hello and welcome into the SoRare Andrews podcast brought to you by SoRare Data. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on SoRare. Joined as always by Andy Black, who you can find as Black on SoRare. We teased this topic last week because that's when we thought of it, but we're going to talk about game modes today, Andy. Did, I think this is the most amount of work I've ever done before a podcast was oh, man. putting together all the ideas that people came up with. That's cool. I, there were there were a lot of good ideas. I saw a lot of ideas posted um, on Twitter. That's fun. For sure. For sure. I, I want to say that for everybody who submitted their idea for the lowest score game, you are not the only one to submit for the lowest score game. Um, but it's a game we've already played, Andy, and you're apparently really good at it. Oh, yeah. I'm a genius. <laughs> I, I'm either a genius or I just have really, really crappy players. Hmm. I don't think it's the latter. So, what can I say? The genius is also still up for up uh, for grabs. But uh, I definitely have a good number of players that sub in in the last ten minutes of a game and uh, don't score decisives. So, really, yeah. really good for that matrix. <laughs> so, Andy set up a game last week that was basically like we were describing. It's the lowest score game and. You have five players, and we had all these kind of specific rules about it. Like if it was a DM, so the the idea was to score the fewest number of points. If you had a DMP, you got a hundred. So you had to like play somebody who was going to play. But like the the risk was like, do you play somebody who starts? But like, isn't that good? Because like ninety minutes is kind of scary. Or do you go with somebody who like always subs in? But if they don't sub in, you're risking the hundred either way. I now my actual SO5 results will show that this is obviously the situation, but I spent more time on that lineup, the lowest score lineup, than I did any of my others, and I wasn't remotely close to winning that either. Yeah, what ended up like if you go through everyone's lineups, the the common trend of like uh, top players were the fullbacks that um, were just like in bad matchups. Um, or, or I guess guys that might sub on, but those were, like you said, those were the biggest risks and the guys that took 100s in our, our little competition. Um, most of them were just kind of like playing with fire with those guys that, that sub on in the last five or 10 minutes. I, I was for sure convinced that Chris Durkin was going to be an awesome play. Yeah. And then I got the notification. He wasn't starting. I'm like, that's all right. He doesn't need to start. I don't even want him to start. And the guy came on, gets an assist within like 30 seconds. First decisive in like five years, I think. Well, you weren't the only one to play him. Like two or three no. people in our group uh, uh, played Durkin. And yeah, he was just a lineup killer this week. Hmm. Uh, there was a, another another person scored a, a decisive, I think, and just ruined like two or three more lineups. The The worst part about this game was when we were all submitting lineups. We did this all through uh, Discord. And the number of people who were submitting lineups for a lowest score competition that I had planned on playing in my regular SO5 lineups was really bad. Like, the, I think we had at least three or four people who played Martin Vandevort, who was like locked into my U23 team. Yeah. And Bodart was a, was a popular one, although I think anybody who plays him in SO5 knows what you're getting there. But... He was he was against Bruges, so that was a tough That's matchup. Right. 
I don't remember who uh, Gank was playing, but I think three or four people, three, four people played Vandevort. Yeah. So he was a very common choice as well. I don't think he didn't, and he didn't concede three. But he he conceded. I, I knew he was going to yeah. concede. There was no chance he was getting a... a Man, uh, we had some fun selections, though. Like, like Clinton Mata hasn't done anything all year. And he went off for 85 points. Another <laughs> fullback that played the whole game and scored 85 points. Um, who else? Uh, Ar- Arnaud Saquet scored 63. Diego Barbosa from Atlas scores a goal. Like mm-hmm. a... a, a a volley from outside the box. He had 63 points. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, I think the the most fun one on the entire list, uh, Zarchi played Balotelli. And he got it right. Balotelli subbed in in the last, like, 20 minutes of the game. But he came on and scored a brace. <laughs> and made, all, made it all the way to the national team. <laughs> yeah, I, I we got a, – a, I think that was the most popular – suggestion when we asked for like game modes game mode ideas that like lowest score like that's clearly this is what we should do i want to give credit to john wallen who's the first one that i heard like pitching this idea of like it's easy because uh what was funny is that the there was a clear difference in like the game modes that people were suggesting because it was either like i think this would be really fun versus this is how we get tier three cards to be valuable. Yeah. And both of those things are important, but like the lowest score obviously makes the tier three cards more important, but it also made it really fun. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. it's, um, so anyone who, came, who thought of that idea, you are right. It is a good idea. It works and we just need somebody to build it. Yeah. And, like honestly, I think that I think so rare should do it, and it should be in the mixed league group, and it should sit right alongside um, uh, the weekly challenge, and just put it in there every week. And limited, limited to unique, you can play any scarcity. Uh, you don't have to give away a ton of prizes. You can give away limiteds if you want. People would play it. People would have fun. Um, it's a it's a stupid thing to be rooting for your guy to sub on. It's a stupid thing to be rooting for your fullback to be losing possessions but i was watching hugo malo in the uh, celta viga game and yeah. they were playing sevilla on the road and i'm just like man he's and, and he was playing horribly like i thought he was playing horribly he just kept losing the ball over and over and i was loving every minute of it normally it's the other way around i'm, right. I'm like come on man you know right. for him. so do something yeah it was, it was a fun fun different way to watch and experience the game yeah so sam is taking credit for this idea. At least he came up with it before uh, John Wallen, which is possible. John's just the first one that I heard pitching this. Although, so I guess the, what is it, the worst, what's the game in Discord now? Worst player game or whatever it is. Like you only have to pick one, right? That's yeah. not fun enough. We need five times the you know, fun. Sam, that's a real buzzkill to be, to be claiming this one. <laughs> I think it, it's a game that works and obviously like I don't think that it's a game that can be good enough that people are like going out of their ways to buy yeah, bad right. cards. But I'm not going to lie. I thought about it. Like I definitely thought about it because sure. we were like you could buy some real cheap limiteds to get this like, oh, this guy's got an L5 of 26. Awesome. 
Right. You can. There's two dollar limiteds out there that'll kind of fit perfectly that that sub in every week or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think that I think that most of us, I, maybe not most of us, I think a lot of us have enough of that scrap kind of in our galleries. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, you may not even need to buy stuff. You just have a guy with a bad matchup, and he's going to be perfect for this format. Um. Though, the, you know, the one interesting thing, though, while we were submitting lineups, we kind of had a little discussion about uh, d- does this <laughs> is this easier for the whales to play or is it easier for like low budget players to play? Because lower budget players don't have the elite guys that are going to score every week, but the whales just have everything. <laughs> right. They just, right. Literally just everything is. <clears throat> yeah, it's um, it's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, before we keep going. Just uh, thank you to everybody who is joining us here uh, in the chat. We see Mike Basson, who was first in. Mike, way to get back on the uh, on the first in. Uh, OG Sloth. We got Predictology. Daniel Cooper. We already shouted out Sam for taking credit for this game. And uh, oh, Quinny, nice to see you as well. Swiss Mafia. Kevin Martinez. No, you are well. You are late to this party, but no, there is no new game mode on So Rare quite yet. But we're uh, soon. Maybe. Soon. Soon. Hashtag soon, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Mike, the prize was a Sven Coombs limited card. I think like meant thirty six or something. Mm-hmm. It was a very generous. In fact, beyond the generosity, the fact that you also won yep. and then gave the reward to the second place winner, Lo- loser, winner, second place loser. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't possibly, uh, you know, keep the card for myself. So, right, you I've couldn't possibly so many so many Coombs cards. So. Right, you you couldn't possibly set up this whole game, keep the score yourself, and then win. Right, yeah. So there would be people like questioning my integrity, and I, and I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bob Flynn is here, and Bob Flynn sent a, an idea that I'm going to get to in a little bit because I think it was one of the uh, wild's not the word, but one of the sillier ideas that I think some people might be interested in. Um, but we'll, we'll get to them. So the, the one that kind of jumped out at me that I wanted to discuss, because I feel like you would, or at least you or some people in chat may figure out the actual viability of this. But the idea was instead of having random special weeklies of, you know, L5, below 40 or whatever the number is, why not just have permanent competitions in each region for those players? So you have like champion Europe, L5, below 40, every game week, you know, when when we have it. It seems like for limited cards, at least, there should be enough to have prizes for that, right? Yeah, I for limited, sure. Sure. I don't know about, I certainly probably not the super rare division um, or unique division. I don't think, I don't know that it's needed there. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. Not needing, not, not putting it there. Uh, <laughs> but I also think it should be one of those things where maybe, maybe one's like an open division where you can submit any team and mm-hmm. then one's capped like a, I, you could call it a salary cap or you could say it's an L15, L40, L5, L5 cap even. Um, and 
you know, I don't, I don't know about the vi- viability of rewards for it, but I think it should certainly be a situation where you can only enter one of the two divisions, either open or the capped. Right. I hear Jimmer saying like, I don't think you should limit utility be- based on that. I hear him saying that too, but yeah. <laughs> also, I, I feel like the entire point of it is to kind of protect the new players from the whale type players or the more experienced players. And by, of course, the the whales are going to want to play the open one because there's going to be better prizes there. They're not going to compete with the smaller players in the the cap division. Right, right. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So, some of the other kind of one off games that I thought were pretty interesting, and it, it again was more in terms of finding value for the cards that we basically have decided not have we've decided are valueless, but have yep. minimal value. So this one was from uh, Twitter was at one underscore FC underscore, uh, I would say Tomaso, T-O-M-A-S-O. But he sent me a few ideas, he or she, sorry. But one was obvious, was the, included that like L15 below 40, some sort of age one. But then I liked like only players from the bottom three teams in a league. So like rele- only relegation players. That's fun. I imagine that all of this stuff would be like incredibly complicated to actually like code each game week, given how there are some issues with what we see already. Right. But that's not my concern. My concern is just delivering the ideas here. Would they be a bottom three team from like two weeks ago? (laughs) Like L2 to six? Right. It would be the bottom three teams, but it's actually uh, 17, 18, and 19, not 20. <laughs> right. Um, so um, then they there was one that only players who have started like fewer than four matches in the last five. So like you have to find subs basically. And then the one that I think a lot of people kind of hinted on were just like tiered base games. Like you can't have more than one guy from the star tier or tier, you know, from each one. And I couldn't figure out how I actually felt about that. Like, I like the idea because there's nothing, you know, nobody feels good when they look up at the top and it's like five star cards. Like, do you know what tier all your guys are in heaven? Yeah. yeah, They're all three. (laughs) Pretty much. I know that's not true, but no, it's not true. Just like scanning through your guys. Like, could you look at a guy and be like, that's a tier one. That's a tier two. Yeah, I think I could. Um, yeah. And and if, it, you know, if I said a guy was one and he's star, like, I get it. But, like, I think that idea is good. And I think they've cleaned up the tiers really well. I think tiers, like, used to be a problem. And I don't think they're quite as much a problem anymore. And so I think that I really like that idea. Yeah. Like, Obviously, you can't have five players from five different tiers because we only have four tiers, but maybe like max one star, max one uh, tier one, and then fill out the rest however you want. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. So almost like a weekly challenge where uh, there's like a salary cap, for instance, is what it would be. It's Right. It's basically a salary cap because there were some people who suggested like, you know, the value of the cards can't be more than X. And I think that just gets a little sloppy because, I mean, we can barely d- 
decide what a value of a card is at this point, you know, yeah. like three day average, recent sale, wh- whatever it is. But I think or like playing... somebody goes all in on the Wando one of 100 and then Wando's a star now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm pretty sure the one of 100 went for more than the one of 10, if I remember correctly. But anyway, but I think like a tier based game makes sense. And there were some um, DFS games like that, like DraftKings had tiers that for those who listened to my DFS stuff back in the day, know that I, I adored that game. Like they basically had Champions League tiers where on like a Champions League week, it's like, do you, do, do you want Messi, Ronaldo, you know, Haaland or whatever? And you can only pick one from each tier. I think that's a good idea. I think it's, it makes sense to a lot of people and it kind of makes it feel like you're somewhat trying to level the playing field. And I like that idea. Yeah. That's all. How, um, how, how much of a difference do you think that that makes between like the L15 or L5 type of game? Do you think that they're that much different or, or well, still very similar? Well, like the L15 game or L5 game, you mean like a, a max score? Yeah. Like now you're not being able to use your great cards. And I feel like if you happen to have them, at least let me use one. Yeah. I do feel like that's kind of fun though in the like the L15 or L5 style of games where like you'll have Neymar who hasn't played for however long. You're going to have a week where at least you can slip him into that game and yeah. kind of take advantage of him. And in and, and that first game back, he might just sub on. So you may not actually get um, the advantage of being able to use him. But there's kind of that fun factor of like, players fall in and out of those uh, those categories. And I guess that it, it'll work the same with the tiers where a guy might be a tier two this week and a tier three the next. I don't know. Um, but I, I I do like the idea of like not, not just being able to set the same thing every week and like mm-hmm. next week you might have a guy coming back and he falls into a new tier or something. That's fair. That's fair. I get it. Uh, so some of the other ones that I liked uh, were like – I wouldn't say they're like stat specific ones, but they're kind of like that. So uh, Nanzo reached out on Twitter with the lowest minutes game. So you had to play five people who played and whoever oh. played the, the fewest cumulative minutes won. I love that. <laughs> like, don't even worry about stats. Just if they, like, And if they get zero, that counts as 90 or something. Right. Yeah. Right. I think you, it could almost be like an elimination where like if one of your players doesn't play, you're out. Like a survival pool almost. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a survival yeah. pool. Yeah. That's cool. So I, I, I like that game. I, and... I guess you can't really use goalkeepers, can you? Because they're just gonna get ninety every week, or you're gonna you're gonna lose. I mean, in fairness, we're we're looking for a reason to get rid of goalies, right? So <laughs> <laughs> that's it. But yeah, you're right. Goalie would be tough. Um Goalie would be tough. So another one was from Twitter user Steel Wheel Poker, who wanted to change training lineups into side games. And one of the ideas was they have 10 different stats. So like, you know, it's shots on target or clearances or whatever the stat, the 10 stats are. And you pick one player to like represent your team for each stat category. 
and you compete that way and then you get like an x number of um xp points and like based on where you finish and that gets distributed to all of your cards so like you're you're instead of train putting in together you know 10 to 100 training lineups you're only picking 10 players but like hoping that they you know have the most clearances or whatever and the points are just distributed that way yeah I mean, they need to add like strategy to training in some way, and, and not make it, and not make it awful. Although, still having to submit, like for me, like seventy training lineups still got awful. And I would rather, I would rather everybody could only submit like three. Like, if I like that idea, if you could only do like three, three training lineups, that'd be interesting. Like, and I had to strategically pick which three lineups I wanted to get xp on like i can't get extra xp on all my other guys right but if i want to train them i gotta pick which three i want to do (laughs) swiss mafia coming in what about an appearance-based weekly (laughs) the bald weekly or can't play players with specific features like an earrings weekly i love it and like we we joked about the moustache uh uh special weekly and we've made a lot of jokes about that stuff. Obviously, like there's no data point to like pull that <laughs> off of, but it would be fun. Uh, although uh, they did this a long time ago, like two years ago, they did cards with certain mint numbers for Ooh. the special weekly. So it was like mint number uh, ten or less, and that was part of a special weekly challenge. So you could only, and obviously you could play, I think you could play super rares there. So um, obviously if you had super rares, they fell into that category, but right. it it made that, it was something different. Like we haven't had really a different special weekly, I feel like in forever. So anything that had variability there is great. Yeah. But I love the bald head and the mustaches. That's a great idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm like thinking back on my gallery of like who I would play as if this is like coming up anytime soon, but. I do like that idea. Uh, so another one that I thought was kind of interesting because I feel like so rare. We talk about how so rare is like a, a it's like some sort of daily fantasy dynasty league where like you're obviously not buying your players just for this week, but you're really just playing them for this week. So it was uh, at so rare Walmart said you would select basically a group of players that you would play like over the course of a a number of game weeks or even like a whole season. Mm -hmm. And they would, you would basically have the FPL type, like you can make one transfer per week, but you ultimately have like your team for like an extended period of time and competing against that. And I was like, wait a minute, that could be the progress bar for all we know. (laughs) Who knows? I've heard a few people mention something similar like that and, and, and like maybe having like a really, really, really good prize for it where you compete. It's some kind of like maybe not a tournament structure, but like cumulative points, right. almost like so rare data league, sort of like the, uh, uh, the 11 v 11 league that you guys have set up over there. And like, I totally feel like you could do something like that over the course of eight game weeks or something. And whoever either has the top score or the top 10, whatever you award prizes to them or something. And it's like, mm-hmm. you have to, you can't be good for just one week. You got to be good over the course of, right. Although 
I do feel like whales just clean up there. Probably. <laughs> Unless it's like uh, Mike Bass in here, all the different appearance challenges could become like a decathlon. I don't know. Maybe some low, you know, so rare on a budget may have like a bald category of like, here are the cheapest bald guys and you just go for them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if whales automatically win. Guys that are smoking cigarettes, you got to have uh, Gonzalo Higu Higuain. Higuain, yeah. Maybe thumbs. How many thumbs? Yeah, okay. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, the two more that I wanted to bring up, one was from Nick Taylor, who said, um, brought up the five region special. So you have to, and obviously we can only play this a certain amount of times, and one of them is not technically a region. But you would basically need like one player from America, one from Asia, Champion Europe, Challenger Europe, and U23 is like the random extra. I love, That's a I love that idea. Absolutely love it. Yeah. And the last one was... I, I would say that that's another one of those game modes that kind of like just fits into like the special weekly. I think they have the data to just do that now, right? They should certainly should. Like, that's easy. Every card has a region attached to it, so... And like a lot of the things that we've discussed or talked about at this point, they may not, they might have to build to get there. Like they might have to build something. There might be a little bit of coding, whatever. I, I feel like, like that idea, it's just like set the rule up for the special weekly and boom, done. We can, we can do that now. As somebody who has zero expertise in that, I, I would say, yeah, it's very easy and they should just do it. <laughs> well, I mean, right now we're doing the AFCON one. Which is mm -hmm. players that are playing in specific games, so right. I feel right. Like the only the rule would basically just need to be no more than one player from X region. Right. Yeah. The U twenty three is the kicker because they're from any region. So now you're playing two guys from Challenger or whatever it is. But yeah. Anyway. So the last one was from Plastician, who I warned you about. I wanted to talk about this. He suggested squad battles. And you were like, oh, no, that's just like the So Rare World Cup. Yeah. And the So Rare Wor World Cup predated me joining So Rare. But I remember early on listening to Hybe uh, and Mark's podcast talking about the So Rare World Cup. And I was like, I don't really know what this is. Yeah. You participated in it. So what was the So Rare World Cup and how do we get it started again? So it was the So Rare Managers World Cup. Get okay. it right. Sorry. <laughs> um, and I think I had to look it up because for some reason I thought that it was so rare that put it on, but it was actually Clip. Uh, I think that's his name. There's a manager named Clip that uh, uh, kind of organized it, came up with the idea, and uh, kind of kept track of scores and progression and who won and everything. But in short, um, all of the managers on the platform kind of broke into teams of four. So you get into a team of four, you find your four friends or three friends, and you get into a team of four, you pick a country that you're going to represent. Um, and once you got into that group of four, the whole idea was uh, before the game week started, they had to submit to clip the order uh, of your four participants. So there was actually a lot of strategy in that. So if I knew that I was playing against like uh, maybe Laird and his three friends, and maybe Laird has like a 300 ETH gallery and nobody in our group could beat him. Like, like we all are small users. We can't beat him. We might put our weakest player first in hopes that they put their top player first. 
So maybe we just sacrifice our first yeah. manager and then we have a better chance in our other three games. Cause I don't want to put my, maybe I have the best gallery. I don't want to have to go against Laird and, and waste that chance. So there was a lot of strategy in just picking the order of your four participants. I love this. And the whole idea, the whole idea behind it was whatever your rankings were in all-star D4 that week, you just went up against the other guy. So mm -hmm. if I finished third in all-star D4 and you finished fourth, well, I won, we got a point. And it went all uh, four head-to-head -head battles and whoever won the most out of the, the four. And then if it finished two to two, the tiebreaker was the overall lowest rankings added up. So okay, yeah. you might have one guy on your team that did really, really bad and brought the whole team down and he's going to lose you the entire thing. But what I found most fun about it was instead of that daily grind of rooting for my own guys, I was also checking in on my buddies' lineups and like, all right, how's your lineup doing? How's your guy right. doing? And it's a guy I would never root for, you know, but he might have a guy in his lineup that he has captained and I, Hey, I gotta, I gotta be rooting for whoever this week. And that made it a lot of fun. Um, uh, unfortunately, Mike Mexico did not win. I think we finished like third. We, we finished, we, we lost in the semifinals. Sad. In, Do you remember? You know, who, yeah, who did win? Uh, I th it was one of the French teams, uh, I think, because they there was like six or seven or eight French entries at the time. But uh, uh, man, I had something that was that was fun for. Oh, the uh, PK. Uh, at the time, that was when they were first like coming into their partnership with him, and he gave them a shout out in one of their videos. Is whoever ended up winning? So. We were we were kind of sad that we didn't get the shout out. Yeah, the shout out from Gerard PK would be fun. Oh well. Oh, um, the one change I would maybe <clears throat> suggest making to that game was like we were representing Team Mexico, but there was nothing there was nothing uh, forcing us to play a player from Mexico, mm -hmm. which I think that would have been kind of fun if like every one of our lineups maybe had to have a player from Mexico or something which hmm. might be tough to do. And it, and it would obviously provide huge advantages to like the team that selected France or Germany or something. But um, I don't know. I feel like there should have been something or maybe out of all four of our entries, maybe there should have been one Mexico player or something. Just add a little bit of strategy or a little more. Yeah. Yeah. A little something to it. A little spice. Right. Make him have a little more pride in your team. Yeah. Really right. The flag. Yeah. I get it. Uh, you sent me the, there was something on the so rare, uh, maybe it was the so rare blog that like explained the rules and everything. And there was yeah. a, a Google spreadsheet that like had the bracket and I, I opened it and I was like, oh, this is cool. And it was like 10 times bigger than I thought it was going to be. And yeah. not that I expected only like a handful of people to be playing, but like, it didn't seem like there were that many people on the platform to like have that many entries. And I was just thinking, like, if they tried to do this now, it would just be absolutely massive. And I don't <laughs> know. Have, you have to do it on, like, so rare data or on platform somehow. Right? Somehow. Yes. It just looked like so much work. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out when this was posted. Like, when was this? I mean, it was before I joined. So it had to have been, like, August or September of 2020. Yeah. Uh, 
somewhere yeah, around then. But I think it's a great idea. I don't know how you do it, like operationally, but very fun idea. Yeah. Oh, it looks like around game week 108. So October of 2020, maybe? Something like that. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Just because I wasn't there. Do you think... Do you think that there is a place for these, like, gimmicky games regularly? What do you mean by gimmicky games? Everything we just talked about. (laughs) Uh, For sure. Like, I think that... I think that um, if SoRare doesn't do it, then SoRare Data should do it, or somebody should do it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, HG's going to love me. <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel like somebody should do it because, uh, I don't know, we had a lot of fun just messing around, uh, playing the low score game or whatever. Uh, and I think that, I think that like, the availability of that, more people... I think more people experiencing it would probably have a lot of fun. And even if like the prizes are like pretty minuscule, mm-hmm. it's just something else to do and something else to root for. And I think Mike even mentioned it. It's a good hedge. You put your, <laughs> you put your lineup in and then you put your crappy lineup in, maybe sprinkle in some of the guys that were in your regular lineup. And it's a little bit of a hedge against your, your regular lineup. Yeah. I'm either winning the low score game this week or all-star rare so and all your guys end up turning out 50 and you lose both (laughs) right you (laughs) yeah no i think i think what what all of this made me think about was like how stale the special weekly feels every week like i don't even really check it Uh, and afcon has sort of made me check it but like this past game week that what we were saying, the top 50 managers got car, extra cards from Ajax and PSV because they had their, their Derby. And, um, you know, that makes a ton of sense during an AFCON special weekly. But, like, it also reminded me that we were supposed to get these, like, random reward drops for teams that didn't qualify for rewards, and that never really happened. And I don't know. It made me just think that at least, like... I don't think we need new game modes. I think the special weekly just needs to be a bigger priority. And it felt like they were doing that. And this whole like use limiteds to win super rares is cool, but the super rares that are paid out don't really make me want to play. I've won two of them and I can't barely sell them for what I can, for less than the limiteds that I'm playing in there to win, to win these cards. I don't know. It just feels like they, the special weekly, Were they two like, or three superers that you ended up winning? Yeah. 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 Those are hard to sell. Yeah. They're, they're harder to sell than tier three rares and tier three limiteds. Like, I'm sure I could probably sell them for the cost of a tier three limited, but like it, it, it's to the point where you're just like, they're so under, they're not undervalued. They're so like cheap that I'm like, I may as well just hold it because maybe one day they won't. And yeah. I don't know. It just, I think they need to, I think the special weekly could be fun if they had somebody dedicated to it every week and they like made a deal of it. Like, but it just doesn't seem like we're there right now. It doesn't seem very special, does it? No, it feels like an extra weekly. It, it a lot of times it feels like uh, the exact opposite of special where it's like somebody was forced to put this thing together and they were like, 
crap, last minute, I got to figure this out. I'll just do the same thing I did last week and like change a number. <laughs> right. Copy, paste, and, you know, yeah. I don't know. It, right. It just doesn't, like, it was just weird because it felt like they were starting to prioritize it. And they had all these ideas for it. And then they just disappeared. Like, I feel like it should be like the thing that you check first. Like, oh, what is a special weekly this week? Because last week I used five guy, five bald guys to win a guy with hair. And why can't I do that? Like, that's, I want to, I, I like forget about the special weekly. Like, I literally only prioritize it when someone's like, hey, by the way, th- they're giving out a billion cards. Can you name five play. different formats that they've ever had for the special weekly? Five different formats. They had, well, they did like the individual leagues count. Like they had a La Liga special, which was funny because it only required three La Liga players. They have the AFCON one. They've done an L5, L2 through six of, I don't even know what the number is, 40? Is it even 40? They did the age one. I don't even remember what the age was, but I remember it was not the age of the player, but the age of the player on July 1st of the following year. Right. And oh, that's only four. And uh, I cannot name a fifth. They did. Two Surely years. there was a Bundesliga. I one. think they did a U21 or U23 one or no, a U, like a U21 one, I think once. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I remember they gave away goalies once. They gave away a goalkeeper card to the top 200. I remember not. I don't remember if there were any, like, entry requirements. I just remember that the rewards were the top 200 goalies. And I was like, oh, that's cool. This was, like, one of my first realizations in Sober. And I'm like, oh, the people who don't need goalies still try to win goalies. And I remember, like, it was the top 200. I think I had five guys with games. And I was like, I'm going for this. I probably skipped threshold that week. I think it was back in – it was, like, a year ago. Like, it was probably, like, February or March of last year. And I didn't come remotely close. And then I like checked the standings and I'm like, oh, these people don't need goalies. I think the thing that I told you was all the people that did well had goalies and all the people that didn't do well didn't have goalies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they should have done was made it to where you didn't have to submit a goalie. Or made maybe your goalie had to be a DNP. I think I submitted with a common goalie. That was back when you could use commons because limiteds didn't exist. Yeah. But... I like that idea. I just, I, it's okay to be gimmicky with a special, like it, it should be gimmicky. Right. And it's almost like they're trying to be a little too serious now of like, okay, AFCON's going on, so we're going to do four AFCON players, but then, oh, let's also throw in some IX cards. Like, yeah. I think they should have done AFCON limited card giveaway at some point. Right. Uh, like, like, but like an actual, they probably, no, they probably could do it. Like, could you get a Moses Simon limited card with like an AFCON logo on it? Or something that like indicates that you won this thing in a special? You probably need some kind of like special licensing or something for that. Get the license. Yeah. Agreed. Five forwards weekly. Oh God. I love it. Or, yeah. Five defenders, five midfielders. You could like. That's five goalies. Seems- it no, does. Oh no, Whoa. We've gone too far. Careful now. Careful. <laughs> that does seem like incredibly lazy, but like it's something different than what we've what we've seen. So like if they if they announce that next week, I'd be like, awesome. That's fun. 
But I don't know if I'd play it because five forwards out of my other lineups would probably mean I'm hurting other lineups to submit this thing. I actually, I prioritize forwards for training. <laughs> like that kills five training lineups. Yeah. Like I have more goalies than lineups and love lineups, more goalies than forwards because I buy just dirt cheap goalies and hope they turn into something one day and I don't do it with forwards. I guess I didn't see the AFCON player. I guess I guess I didn't know about Ooh. that because I didn't win one, so I was probably salty. AFCON Player of the Year Edition Limiteds, really? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Wow, that sounds cool. Who was one of the players? I'd like to find this card or one of these cards, or just five of your choice. See, that would be some strategy. Like, it doesn't matter what you submit, like which position you submit, but you have to fit. Submit five of the same lineup. It's five of the same position, excuse me. Hmm. So, like, you could do five defenders or five forwards. What do you submit? I think you submit five defensive midfielders. There you go. You got the DFS brain. You didn't even know it. Oh, God, the Wordle Weekly. Players who have five-letter surnames. Like, oh, I man. think... <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Pap saying they can tweak the weight of some stats for weeklies, like defending weekly where tackles count three points. And I was definitely reading that thinking like you need a player who weighs a certain amount. You know, <laughs> I'm like, they, they can, they're not going to do that. But yes, I like this idea. And somebody had that idea of like, um, like picking certain stats and, um, or yeah, one stat, like the, the week is one stat. So like this week we're doing clearances. Now pick five players and get the most clearances and you win. And I don't know. That's it. I'm thinking of the large man, uh, special weekly. Andrew Farrell would be a great card for that. Um, uh, Yaroslav. Rakitsky. There you go. Oh boy. Yeah. Big, big boys right there. Big like boy soccer. <laughs> XMK Productions here. Imagine a special weekly with legends. Hey, it could happen someday. That would be yeah. weird. <laughs> there you go. Players born in certain months or years. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I like that Coltrane. I think if you, yeah, like players born in 1999. Go nuts. Sure. I, I mean, just something. Just give me something. I I do want I I do want the yellow card challenge or the red card challenge. And I also think I also think there should be jackpot style games where only one person wins, but the prize is like insane. But it's something totally ridiculous or random. Like I have to submit a lineup and I get like two red cards. If you get two red cards in your lineup, then you win the jackpot. Right. Um, and it, it might be all encompassing. Like it covers all, like you don't even have to enter a lineup, but it's just a new prize that's awarded. And uh, if you end up having a lineup with like maybe three red cards and two yellow cards or something just ridiculous. Something ridiculous. Yeah. But it, it certainly could happen. But I think that there should be like a jackpot, like where if that, if that thing happens, like we've even, we've even said like the, uh, if you get five 100 scores in a lineup, that should be a jackpot. Like you win, I don't know, a unique card or something. Because it's, I don't, 
I don't think it's ever happened. And it might be years before it happens. But you should yeah. definitely win something insane if you get a lineup with five 100s in it. I mean, I assume you win the competition you're in. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's, prob- it's, it's most likely to happen in a limited division. I mean, we had, I think there were 300s in the, in the all-star limited lineup from this past weekend. Yeah. Getting close. We're getting real close. Yeah, 512 and change was the score. Yeah. Just insane. Insane lineup. And then, like, as far as, like, just a game mode regarding, like, cards, um, you know, I don't know what it is, but it's, like, maybe you get a point for a yellow card and three points for a red card or something, and first person to to get ten or something wins, wins the prize. And... I mean, that's going to take a while. Like, right. I don't think I've ever had a lineup with two red cards. I don't... I can't imagine. Five own goals? <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Well, Rainbow Squad, five different card types. I think we need a new scarcity okay. before we include uniques in this. Yeah. Yeah, I like... I like all these ideas. That jackpot is interesting. Yeah, like I, and, and I, I do feel like it should it should be big enough to where like I don't even have to enter. It just looks at all of the lineups mm-hmm. and like I don't know. No, I think that's exactly it. I mean, I mean, if they give away a unique for thirty referrals. I think they could give away a unique for three red cards and two or whatever the absurd thing is. Frankly, it doesn't even have to be that outrageous. Like there are tier three uniques that they don't mint that I think people would be happy to win. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And if have you ever, I don't know if you've ever been in like a bowling league or something, but they have like the strike pots where, uh, it just builds up week after week after week, and uh, you win. You win it if you get strikes in certain frames or whatever. And it's real random, but sure. And, and typically, it's not always the best bowlers that win it. But I don't know. A lot of other games have these like jackpot style things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Hold'em, they have like the back uh, bad beat jackpots at the table games and stuff. And like I don't know. I think that that drives a lot of uh, I, don't, I don't know just interest. I mean. If you have a lineup and you get like an early red card, you're like, my lineup is dead. But then you're right. like, wait a minute. Right. I'm in it now. One more. Yes. <laughs> Let me get another. Just punch a guy. Just punch a guy. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, this I, I like this idea from Swiss Mafia too. Score or bust. Every player has to score points. So no DMPs but a max limit on your score. So you can't score more than 200. Or like it may be a score range. Like you have to score between 180 and 200. But if you're outside of that. Oh, that's cool. It's almost like score dice on uh, uh, Mega where it's, you're trying to hit that exact number, but with a five card lineup, you're getting, trying to get within a a range. Right. Or like uh, Nellis's 137 game. It's kind of similar to that. You're not trying to get the highest. You're trying to get, Right. Median. Yeah, I've heard of that game. Yeah, I think you did pretty good on that, huh? I did do pretty good on that. 
like 137.2, was it? That is exactly what it was. I guess I've been listening to too much John Nellis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to John for that game and for allowing me not to have to collect the prize. Um, so, yeah, I like... Yeah, that threshold ideas, that threshold game, they'd have to call it something else because we don't want to get confused with thresholds. But yeah, like score, the score range is fun. I like that. Yeah, it's all, I think what's funny is that the ideas for the games that were like, here's how to get tier three cards more valuable. Like, they're fun. So, like, all of this is about more fun. And I don't know. Do you- do you think you should win a good prize, like for for the crap game, like the, where the where you're trying to get the lowest score? Right. Do you think you should get a bad card for the reward, or do you think you should get a good card for the reward? Well, see, the the irony is that the good card doesn't help with progression in the low card, the low score game. Mm-hmm. Um. But yes, I think it should be a good card. Do you think that they should all the prizes for that game should be good cards, or do you think that there should be cards that help you in that game i think the real so rare game <laughs> provides plenty of opportunities to get cards that will help you in the low score game that's fair <laughs> good answer yeah i think i just i have no idea if they have enough cards to do it it sure feels like it though because yeah. man, especially on the limited side I, I i don't know on the rares like i I'm not a rewards junkie and I don't track any of that stuff. So I don't know what the supply looks like, but uh, definitely feel like on the limited side, there's some stuff that you could give away. I, I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. I just, yeah, it just seems like they're way too many. I mean, we're, we're still not seeing like that many players minted to a hundred anyway. And so I don't know. I haven't tracked the number of like how close they get to maxing out cards on rewards like we obviously know how many they can reward every year so i don't know if they fail to get to 100 because they didn't sell them or because they didn't reward them but let's do it for limited and just see what happens yeah let's do it as if we like work there and are convincing them to go do this but i mean there are other platforms that could certainly like build some of these games and uh like side games and uh you know uh there's they're still relying on so rare for prizes, though. Right, right, but you can you can play side games without prizes or community prizes. Yeah, I also feel like so rare, and the the problem is that so rare is in this position that they can give away like really really cool non card prizes, but not a lot of them. Like, get a pk autograph on yeah. something but like you're not going to give away a thousand of those i don't know if you get enough napkins you could just <laughs> you know <laughs> pk get in here yeah just start mailing them out yeah i just think the like yeah the non-card prizes i think could i mean if you don't want to give away more cards then just figure out non-card prizes. Yeah. That's all. I think that's a good answer because, uh, yeah, they certainly have access to that sort of stuff. They're, they can also do small amounts of ETH. And I, I know that giving away money is not like a 
great part of their business model or whatever. It's not something that they really want to do. Yeah. Um, like us just saying, yeah, you should give away more money. Of course. <laughs> but I don't know. I think that you would, you would get a lot of engagement from a game like this. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that it would cost them a ton. The cost is probably more on the shipping cost than anything else. Well, I'm just thinking from like the, an ETH perspective, you give away, I don't know, a quarter of an ETH split up to the top 10 or whatever in one of these games. And it's like such a such a fraction of what they pay out every week in, in thresholds. Like it's it's like nothing. Right. Easy for me to say, but yeah, it seems like it's nothing compared to what they pay out in thresholds. Right. No, that's that's fair. Oh yeah, Nick Taylor saying give away the banners from the shop. Yeah, all that stuff that we're accumulating points for. Just let me have a cool banner. I'm gonna need some cooler banners before I spend those points. Have you? I was gonna say, have you ever spent the points? I haven't. I haven't. And it's funny because like I had this dream at, at first that like someday I would be able to like turn those points in for like a tier two card or something or or whatever. And then I kind of figured that that's probably unlikely to ever happen. Like. I don't think that they want to be, I don't think that they want to mess around with that, but I don't know. At some point there might be like better banners or logos or something that I would want to cash those points in for. And so I'm just stockpiling all of them. Maybe one day there'll be something. You're like Jimmer with his cards. Basically. Yeah. But just with your points. Never sell. Right. Never buy. (laughs) I don't, I have not, cashed mine in and I was actually talking to you the other day trying to look up what I the achievements are here I I did I sell a card or did I I forget what it was I either sold a card or I won an auction or I did something oh man I'm trying to look maybe it was this one that I had sold a card and it hit this 50 cards doesn't seem like a lot Whatever it was, the I got the notification about the achievement before I got the notification of what I had actually done. Ah. And so I was like, oh, okay, I guess I got that. Something happened. Oh, this is what it was. It was the first one of a hundred card that I bought. And I think I got the note, I put a bid on it, put an offer out on this card. And before I got the notification that my offer was accepted, mm. I got a notification that I had gotten to one of 10 of the achievement. Nice. Yeah. Whatever. Top of the bottom banner for when you win worst score. Top of the bottom banner. I don't know what that means. Oh, well. But, yeah, the skins, like, I'm not into skins. I'm not into, but I I know, like, I know people do care about that sort of stuff. And that's, like, really big in the gaming industry and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, invest some time and resources into, like, building out those skins. And, sure, I'll... If you award me, if you award me a new background or skin or something, I'll. It's better than winning nothing. I'll be like, all right, I'll turn it on for a week. You can uh, spend five hundred points to change your team club, your club badge to a watermelon. Okay. Yeah. In case you're wondering. Yeah. Did they get that clip art out of Microsoft Word? Or, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just curious. Like, where are they? found that is it like royalty free watermelon 
It's, <laughs> what does watermelon have to do with anything? I mean, there's a cheeseburger next to it and a slice of pizza. Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with with this. Definitely just seems like they pulled some word word clip art and were like, all right, toss it in there. Somebody will spend their points on it. So it's a slice of watermelon? It's like not a yep. whole watermelon? Yeah, okay. But so the watermelon, the slice of watermelon is 500 points, but the beach ball is 1,200. Why do you think a beach well, ball is so It's a whole beach ball, not a slice of a beach ball, right? That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. My fault. Yeah. I don't know. It's like after Gallagher hit the watermelon with the, you know, you only get the chunk. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's, you're right. Good analysis there. So what if you could win a watermelon for <laughs> the lowest score game? I don't think that's moving the needle much for me. No? Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, if they made like some sick, like, I don't know, like, uh, ooh, I, I've got a great idea. What if um what if the team logos were NFTs? And they had like cool like a Mo Salah pixel art or like a PK pixel art and you could win those, transfer them, sell them, trade them uh and or you know acquire them with maybe your points or whatever, but once you acquire them you can trade them. And then you, I know yeah, if you I have you've them, actually acquired them. Yeah, and I know that if, if I got the Mo Salah pixel art uh, logo, I'm going to be calling up YMWA and be like, hey, man, that's like 10 ETH. You're going to have to you're gonna have to fork it over if you want the Mo Salah. You know what his response would be? I already have four of them. No, I think it would be like, yeah, I got to have it. Hmm. Here, right. here, I'm sending the offer now. Yeah. But it's a game based on NFTs. Why shouldn't those just be NFTs? That seems fine to me. I don't have any other NFTs other than store rare cards, so I would happily take other NFTs. Yeah, it's a starting point. Well, that's actually not true. I do have one other. It's like Thank a to Black Blackpool. Thanks to Blackpool. Yeah. Yes. Like a trophy or something, right? Yes. For so taking down YNWA. Ah, okay. So it was like a... Uh, ooh. That's a that's another game mode. So that was like a uh, what do they call it? A bounty, right? Have you ever played in a, uh, a poker tournament that has bounties? No. Yeah. So like, anytime you eliminate someone else, you get the bounty, which is maybe like a prize or ETH or something. But you could maybe do something like that in so rare, hmm. like a bounty style game. Right. Yeah. I'd play. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I just, there are plenty of ideas. Please go do them, somebody. I just wonder what, I wonder what the next, like, uh, who was it, Dan? Made some, like, reference to game modes in something recently, and everyone's like, oh. And he's like, no, 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 not yet, not yet. I guess I didn't see that. I didn't oh, know it was a few weeks ago. It was certainly not recently. Yeah. But. I like what do you think the most realistic next game mode actually is? Like do you think it's actually a game mode or is it just these wacky special weekly ideas? A wacky special <laughs> weekly that doesn't require like any coding um data that they already have that they can just like fetch and and put into the game. So you don't think like the next game mode is like an actual change in gameplay probably or like not. a new way to play. 
I don't think so. That's too bad. Not not to uh, completely change topics on you, but um, what do you think about the new play page? I think for training lineups is a an improvement. I like the look of them. They look kind of familiar. Yeah. But I like them. And I think it's it's an improvement. Everything's an improvement there. Like being able to see your whole team on or all of your teams on one page, I think is better than what they had. And so that's good. What's I don't know your, what else what's your criticism of it? No, I don't. Okay. I mean, I'm just used to using something else that still to this day has more information on it. Right. So. Well, you know, I, I agree 100% when it comes to looking at results. I would much rather look at SoRare Data and the uh, SoRare Data app. With that said, when I'm actually setting my teams, I need a way to like scan through them and just make sure that everything looks right. Yeah, no, I or, agree with you. To like maybe like look at little tweaks that I could make, which end up totally biting me at the yeah. end. But what ends up happening on a game week deadline is I click into each one to like triple check it to like, okay, is everything right? Did I captain the right player? Okay, yes. close out of it. And then I go into the next one and it just is so cumbersome. Being able to just scroll up and down and scan through is going to like be a total life lifesaver for me. That in that respect is a tremendous upgrade. Yeah. And... I do think yeah. that the performance of the page is, and that could have been just like tons of people hitting it today because it's new, but performance of the page was a little wonky this morning for me. It was wonky for me as well, including some, I had one lineup that each player had negative 45% power and they were all <laughs> rare cards. So I was like, I hope they fix that. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's a definitely a huge improvement from what they had. And I just assume they will keep improving with, all the people that they're hiring and the work that goes into it, I think. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I think they'll, it'll always be a, a place to improve. And I think they're going to improve it. And we have something different that I think is better. And I'll just continue to use that. <laughs> but I do agree with setting lineups. It's always like, like there have been game weeks where I made a change on so rare data lineup builder and didn't go back and change it on so rare. And I was just like furious at myself. And I was just like, ah, that's yeah. not, yeah. I, I think I remember there was a week, somebody that I was talking to, I don't know if it was you, but somebody set their lineups in the lineup builder and then forgot to set them or forgot to set one of them in the um, actual silver site. I'm sure it happens. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened to somebody every week. Right. Well, the lineup builder is like, like built out well enough now to where it has matchups, it has the odds, it it has everything that I need. Like, yep. got to set them first there before I plug them into Sower. But um, I don't know. I think the play page helps now because you can scroll and make sure that they're all set super easily. Yeah, to being able to make sure that they're set with like guys that you want without clicking twice for every lineup is definitely an yeah. improvement. And Mike, the prospect of being able to 
export from SoRare data and import to SoRare, I think is more of a SoRare so thing than it is a SoRare data thing. Like they have to allow it before anything else. But the DFS sites all do it. So it's not, it's not like something that doesn't happen. Like it definitely happens in other sites. The, I, I missed one of these game modes that I wanted to talk about. And part of it is because I know at least one of these guys watches these videos or listens to the podcast. So he's going to be put on the spot. But somebody was saying, what do you think about the possibility of, and I don't think it ever happens, but if SoRare does some sort of deal with FIFA and Nepenthes and Chani play each other and that match is scored SO5 wise and you get points from that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's almost reminds me of like, uh, almost reminds me of like, uh, uh, replay week, sort of the absurdity of replay weeks, but this is like not act something that has not actually happened in real life though. Does, does FIFA track all of the Opta stats? I have absolutely no idea. Or would we have to hire Opta to live stream the game and watch it? Yeah. Uh, barring the logistics. Maybe we'll just score it as a community. Uh, I think that it's a fun idea. And, uh, like, yeah, there should be more stuff like that. I was thinking kind of. The oh, opposite. Johnny, there you go. FIFA tracks in game stats. Okay. Johnny, you're here. More... What do you think of this idea? I was thinking and more of the opposite of this. Where they had to use their cards in the game against each other. Oh, so like Connie has got has got to use all any he can only use cards that he owns from his gallery. Yeah, and then same with uh, Nepenthes. That'd be fun. Oh, he said Nepenthes would ruin him, uh, but you maybe have better cards. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. It seemed absolutely outrageous to me, but it also reminded me of when when the the US league started to shut down for at the beginning with covid and draftkings were was running contests and they might actually still do it i don't know on uh madden simulations oh i do remember that i remember seeing that so that at least this obviously is not a simulation because you're i mean it's not really a simulation because it's yeah. but both of those things didn't really happen <laughs> and so would be would we be willing to play a fantasy game based off of that absurdity? Yeah, I don't I don't know that you would need like permission or anything from FIFA to to do any of those things. But if you did, then there's probably zero likelihood of it ever <laughs> happening. Maybe SoRare creates forgets all of these wacky side games and just creates a video game. Man, we just play. That. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all absurdity to me. But yeah, I've already I've already seen another NFT company try to build a video game, and it was disastrous and embarrassing. I believe that. I believe that. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in the video game world, so. I'll just leave on that that last <laughs> suggestion from I'm trying to see who uh Oh Bob Flynn. That was Bob I said earlier in the podcast that I was gonna be bringing up this idea. Okay. Yeah, that's what um Which I think, said that yeah. The possibility of that 
of you doing that game is that you could also include like retired players. Oh, right. Yeah. Or That's like a way uh, of legends. Uh, getting legends in, involved. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. I like it. I'm a fan. Well, Sorer, let's get cracking. <laughs> game jam time. Game jam. Do you think anything soccer related comes out of that? What do you mean by soccer related? Like, do you think the game that wins? Because I, I imagine not that many people are going to have the game created. So if they even have one. But do you think the game will actually be a soccer game? Do you consider like PK um, cooking hamburgers like they suggested a soccer game? No, I think well, it was pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> be respectful. <laughs> um, I apologize. <laughs> well, there there's a lot of those like silly mobile games where mm-hmm. you're just banging the ball back and forth across the screen with the players' heads. So I think that somebody could do something like super simple where you take your NFT or your card or the player somehow and you're just banging the ball back and forth. And if you get it past the other guy, you win. So I'm sure we'll get some kind of soccer game out of it. Yeah. Will it be compelling and fun? I don't know. Do you consider Rocket League a soccer game? Ooh, that's a great question. That's a phenomenal question. Yes, I do. Okay. If you consider that a soccer game, then I think we'll get a soccer game out of this. What is it called? Game Jam or Can Jam? Yeah. Or? So is your car just a giant uh, rare card? <laughs> it's like just this block. <clears throat> I pictured the car driving, like just stuck in the driver's seat. And you're just like. Ah, okay. Sven Coombs just sitting up in yeah. the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. driver's seat. Right. That'd Do you fun. think there's an advantage for me playing Hans Vanderbruggen because he has his hands up? Like near the steering wheel? Oh, like his hitbox is larger because he's got thumbs out? Um, yeah, sure. I'll give you that. Yeah. Boy, there's a lot of strategy that goes into this. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well. All right. We've reached the pure shenanigans here, so I'm cutting this off. Thank you to everybody who has joined us in the chat. If you guys wouldn't mind uh, liking the video, and if you haven't subscribed to the channel, please do so. If you guys are getting the... Replay of this. Also, if you could like it, that would be appreciated. And anybody listening to the audio version, if you could please rate and review it wherever you listen. We will be back next week with a topic that I'm sure will be just as interesting as this, but um, in classic us fashion, I'm sure we'll think of it Monday night before our Tuesday podcast. But if you'd like us to hit on anything specific, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. I am at Andrew M. Laird. Andy is at ablack86, also available in the SoRare Discord. Again, thank you to everybody who joined us in the chat and anybody um, watching. Thank you for that. So, Andy, I'll talk to you next week. See you.